By the way, you know, when you're when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. I could get a fish for a five-cent worm. Oh, you're paying way too much for worms, man. Who's your worm guy? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Ayo. 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 Hey, hi. Hi. Hey, uh, welcome back to Chubstep. Welcome back to Chubstep. This is the family edition of the show. Aww. No cursing. No cursing. I'm not going to curse the whole episode. I never do on purpose. <clears throat> you but I always do put sometimes. explicit. Yeah, I. I always put explicit just in case we say something bad. Uh, just better to do that. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't put explicit, and then you get shocked, you know? I don't want to yeah. shock anybody. Yeah, you don't want to be triggered and freak out when somebody no. says a no-no word. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I won't, uh, I won't even talk about things that are above PG-13 all episode. I might not mention any phallic shapes or phallic things uh, don't even say the word oh (laughs) that's your you're upset by that yeah i don't like it okay all right family friendly p c podcast i'm gonna start with a cute story steed oh and i teased it on last week's episode it's the parakeet story i referenced before yeah cute family feel good story for those people out there uh, this is actually a story I heard from my grandma uh, when I was over to her house for her birthday. She started telling these stories, and it came up because she was holding a picture of this bird. And this, we were looking at an old picture. She is holding a picture of a bird. I didn't know she had a bird at one point. Um, so she said, oh, yeah, there's this strange thing happened with the bird. So she was on vacation in Maine. And this was in the 70s. Uh, yeah. It was, she said, a small town in Maine. So not one not of the main. Big, not big town Maine. Not big town Maine. Small town Maine. <laughs> And she brought her parakeet on the trip, which was an interesting choice. From Illinois? From Illinois. She, yeah, she was living yeah, in the bold, Chicago area at the time. Bold. She yeah, takes the parakeet. They had driven there, right? So they had driven to <laughs> there. Uh, the parakeet would apparently just sit on her shoulder all the time, which I've never known a parakeet to do that. I've seen, like, obviously you see the big parrots that do that or the macaws, things like that. I've seen a smaller bird that's I, I uh, shoulder-bound. Okay, you're more experienced in the bird world. Than well, we I had am. that bird in um, our high school in the biology class. I don't think I had that bird. That was oh, see, Jared, I was in AP Bio because I'm so mm. smart. Yes, and yes. I did get a D in it, <laughs> but <laughs> but I tested out of college biology. Okay, well, I took the go. AP test, and I was like, nice. well, well I, you could have failed me. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the question. Is it better to get an A in regular biology or a D in AP bio? No, it's better to get a D and then test out of the stupid <laughs> yeah, good, okay. college course. Good point. Good point. They're good just point. talking about mitoses and everything. 
Yeah. My little toesies. Yeah, your <laughs> yeah, your little toesies. Okay, so she has this parakeet and she is in Maine, they're walking around and it just the parakeet just flies off her shoulder. She said it never happened before. I don't know how long she'd had it, but it's <laughs> The bird can fly? It's not like a non-fly yes. bird? Oh no, it was a full flying parakeet. Oh. So she's on vacation, middle of nowhere, flies away. And yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> Which, not not shocking. It was probably like, hey, I'm used to being in the Chicago suburbs. I see these huge trees. Uh, this looks pretty good. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Or it's, yeah. It's just like the whole time it's like, what is happening? What what am I in? This is moving. I'm in this chamber that's going by. Exactly. Probably pretty confused. So it flies away. She's like, what do I even do with this? Right? Like, you'd be like, what, would, what do you literally do in this scenario? What would you do nowadays? If I had like some twine and I could net it, I would. Try well, and no, net it's already flown away. It's already flown away. Like it's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm getting in the. She, car it just flew away. She it. didn't see it. It just you know flew up in the air, went away. I would. I would anymore. chirp a little bit. I would do some chirps. Okay. Chirp, 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 chirp. Okay. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, you got to cut your losses. Find a new bird. Yeah, I would think that it's pretty slim chances you're seeing this bird again. Maybe you're posting on like a try try to find a local Facebook group and say, "Hey, lost my bird here." You know, maybe <laughs> if that's anyone where you sees go, a right? bird, can you go grab <laughs> yeah. that thing? So what she does is uh, there was this is a small town and there was a message board, you know, old time bulletin board, uh, like in the town square. Yeah, and she posted, "Hey, lost my parakeet." Here's my number. She posts that up. They end up going back to uh, Chicago, and sometime later. She gets a call. Oh, God. And it's some guy saying, hey, I think your bird flew into my garage. <laughs> and this, which is insane, right? Yeah. First of all, that it flew into somebody's house of all places. And then on top of that, the guy actually saw the message on the board. Not much going on in small town Maine in the 70s. Apparently. But the guy said, hey, my kids kind of like this bird. Uh, <laughs> I kind of keep it. And she's like, well, it's my bird. And I... You know, I'm very fond of this bird. It sits on my shoulder. <laughs> I need it back. And so the guy agreed to send it back. And we, so she ends up, I don't know how this ends happening. The guy brings it to an airline. I think it was United Airlines. I don't know where he was close to an airport. I don't know what the deal is. It ended up being shipped on an airline, um, like in a box, like a shoe box, she said, with like some food <laughs> in it and like a sponge with water. And they shipped it in a shoe box and she picked it up from O'Hare Airport and, and the bird's she had the dead. bird. The bird's the dead, its life. Right? No, the bird is alive. <laughs> she gets the bird as life. It's an insane, like, this bird disappears in Maine. And somehow, in the 70s, it gets returned to her via United Airlines. Yeah, if I'm that guy, there's no way I'm bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want, uh, yeah, I get it. You want your bird back. All right, come pick it up. And she's like, well, I live yeah. in Chicago. And I'd be like, yeah. all right, well, come pick it up. Because, yeah. <laughs> As I've said, my kids are pretty fond of this bird, and I'm doing no effort. Oh, I know. (laughs) I can't believe he, like, drove it to the airport. I I know. That's the crazy. There's so many crazy parts of this. There's the crazy part of, like, the fact that it ever got discovered, uh, the fact that the guy saw the message that it happens, and then, like, the guy actually was willing to send this parakeet back. And then my thought was, like, the parakeet probably arrived and was like, fuck, like I, I thought I was, I thought I was out of here. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like, I was living in a garage. How, how far? Yeah. How much further can I get away? I'm li- <laughs> halfway across the country. I thought I was out of there for good. This lady's a psycho. That bird's <laughs> got to be out. confused as hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a, that was the parakeet story that I had that I was teasing from before. Damn. Yeah. That's an extreme parakeet story. Yeah. What's going on with you, Steve? Not much. Uh, I went fishing again. I, you know. Yeah. Told the harrowing story of last time. Uh, everyone survived this time. Well, that's good. No, no death. Yeah. No dead bodies. Yeah, no dead bodies. Um, no fish again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this guy. I am. I am. I'm about to say a cuss word to describe him. He's on yeah. Instagram and he always shows himself catching these salmon. Hmm. Okay. At the like same exact spot, and he's like, "Oh, oh. I'm, so at, I'm so good at fishing, haha!" And yeah, I'm like matching the spot up to where we are, and I'm like, "There's no way." Yeah, like he's he's cheating or he's lying or something. Uh, yeah, I the, the internet. It's so annoying just to believe. Like to take you take everything now with a grain of salt, right? Everything is so hard to believe. Uh, my wife came to me like two days ago and she's like, oh, there's this Netflix documentary about this guy who was part of a magic trick where he disappeared and then all of a sudden nobody saw him again. And then it's this crazy story about his family trying to find him. He disappeared in a magic act. So I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. We'll watch it. We go to find it. That was just a fake TikTok. It was just fake? Some guy just made up that thing. What? <laughs> like, I don't know what the purpose of that is. So it's not a documentary. It's a movie or... It's not anything. It doesn't exist. It's not a real story. Oh, the, what? Yeah. So what I'm saying is like, it's very likely this guy is just like, hey, here's he just buys some salmon <laughs> or something or caught it <laughs> somewhere else. Toss Look it back. He's like, oh, my favorite spot just to, <laughs> to screw people like you. Because probably he thinks you're fib, right? This is in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, except like there's so many guys on the river like not catching anything. It's not just me. Well, he's probably getting a lot of views. Probably He's getting scam. about 4,000 views, a YouTube yeah, video. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, I don't know. It's so hard to believe things. And it's also bummer to get like burned one time going to a spot, going there a second time. Fool me once, you know, fool me twice. Shame yeah. on you, dude. Sorry. I've been fooled. I feel yeah. fooled. Yeah. And especially to drive like out of your way <laughs> to like two get, hours each get way. Get burned twice. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Jay, salmon are jumping a foot away from their boat consistently. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, my God. It's not like they weren't in there because you oh, can okay. see them jumping oh, and mocking God. you. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like, I thought you had a new lure or something. We had the we had the skein, the eggs, the salmon eggs. Oh, yeah. I told you salmon, eggs. But then, you know, there's this whole thing. If the water's above 60 degrees, then it's good for salmon eggs, but the water would drop down below six fifty degrees. See, so it's supposed to be lures, but not hard plastic lures. It's only <laughs> soft plastic lures that look like gobies because the, the salmon get mad at the gobies. Oh my God. Okay. So I hate then, it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty ridiculous, but nobody was catching anything we could see them. That's the worst part. Yeah. One guy claimed he had one. Yeah. And I said, well, why don't you show me it, yeah. champ? <laughs> yeah. Prove it. Yeah. I one time did this fishing. This is a real quick fishing story. Um, and I was fishing for snook. Snook. 
Snook, Snook. I think there. Snook. Um, this is in Florida off this pier. And the way you'd fish for them, you would like, there were these huge schools of fish and you would throw down this little thing that had a bunch of BBs on it into the school of fish, pull up like five bait fish. Um, every time you just toss it in and instantly they would be on these little BBs. Like there was like tiny little hooks, hooks with red BBs on it. You didn't have to put yeah. any bait. Um, then you would use these bait fish to try to catch the snook, but it would be the same thing where you could see the fish. They were huge and they would swim around yeah. the pier. So oh, you yeah. just try to like, you'd really try to like run I, around I, and have I've it tried just... to get snook before. They yeah. are very picky. And then I, I caught one once, but then it just wrapped around one of the pier poles and snapped the line. <laughs> so it was very frustrating. It was like, you know, you could see it the whole time. You finally get a bite and then it just tears your line by yeah, wrapping it, around the poles. It, it's annoying when like fish are smarter than you. Yes. Yeah. Because you're like, you dumbass fish. I have spent so much freaking money trying to get you to eat this scientifically engineered l- yeah. lure. Yeah. You know, studies have been done to prove its effectiveness. Yet you are, you dumbass fish, say, uh, I'm just going to swim over here. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. That's why I can't have an aquarium. Yeah. That's I got, I got you these dumbass fish. fish. Yeah. I got <laughs> yeah, them, I got them in there. I'm looking at them right now. The big one's sucking on some rocks like a like fucking idiot. idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Rocks dumbass. suck, by the way. Yeah. I don't know why he eats them. He was licking a snail. He was licking my snail the other day. He flipped him over. He's just licking him. He doesn't even have teeth. And he's just licking the snail. I reached my arm and the- <laughs> I just flipped the snail over and the snail starts scooting away. I was like, what? Well, Craig, what are you doing? Why are you licking my snail? The french fries are pretty good. French fried potatoes? Yep, french fries. I was at uh, I was at a wedding this past weekend. It was actually my third wedding third wedding in four weeks you go to too many of those well it was my last one of the year i believe and i don't have any like on the close horizon none that are scheduled right now i went to eight last year and five this year oh which was God. quite a bit uh yeah it's a lot but you know they're always fun i always have a good time um yeah but sometimes you know sometimes it's a lot obviously but uh this last one i was in the wedding mm-hmm. and this is for my old roommate dave and dave. yeah so we had to get, you know, we like rented tuxes for this wedding. And when I got mine, uh, you know, they measured me and then they sent me the tux and it was like the the top was fine, but the pant legs were like so baggy. Oh, you got the baggy. I got the baggy pants. And I was sitting there looking at this like, this is ridiculous. Like I go over to the guy and he's like, uh, we're pretty busy, but you know, maybe it's fine. Like he's looking at the pants and he's like, no, no, it's not fine. I got to do something. So they ended up even on a rental, um, you know, hemming it up. But I was thinking yeah. about it. It would be pretty funny. And I wish I almost would have done this for mine as a, as a wedding suit to have like the old nineties suits, which were just like super baggy, just gigantic. Yes. And <laughs> we, I, I would have been so funny just to have like all your groomsmen in these super baggy suits, but then you're in a nice fitting one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that'd be like everybody's wearing, look up like Scotty Pippen 90s oh, suit. I don't Google, even need to look it just, up. Yeah. But like people out there, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Scotty Pippen had some ridiculous 90s suits back in the day, just a huge tan, terrible baggy suits. It would be so funny. Or you funny. look up Lori Lightfoot, uh, mayor of Chicago suit. 
<laughs> she's got super baggy. I yeah, I don't think to that. You haven't extent. seen the Lori Lightfoot suits? <laughs> I've seen them. I don't think they're that to that extent. Oh my god, um, they're so bad. But uh, <laughs> so you know, you do that, and then you, the groom, has a very tight fitting suit. You know, like a nice, a nice, well, like a Euro- European style. Yeah, European sailor. It would be very funny, and it like makes you look a little better. Which I think, you know, I don't think girls do this on purpose. But there are so many terrible bridesmaid dresses out there. I don't know if you've ever uh, talked to a girl who's been a bridesmaid. I would say they like their bridesmaid dress like 10% of the time to 25% of the time. I I've actually like most never of the time... talked to a girl that's a bridesmaid. Okay. <clears throat> well, I can tell you as somebody who's talked to quite a few that hits the wedding circuit quite a bit. Um, <laughs> most of the time, the girls are like, this is a horrendous dress. Uh, and I'm never going to wear this again. Right? Well, you don't want to take attention away from the bride. And that's what I'm saying. So I think this is the male equivalent of that. But what the guys always do is they wear like a very same suit. Maybe they wear a different tie, different pocket square, maybe one little different thing. Yeah, what I'm saying tie is, versus tie. But the girls know what they're doing. They're like, I'm going to have all these girls around me. They're my friends, but they're not going to look as good as me because they're going to look, look like, like shit, shit. these terrible yeah. dresses. <laughs> And then they're and, going to, yeah. But and their for the makeup, because what the makeup's going to look like, it's going to look like shit. The makeup's also because I'm look paying like the makeup artist. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the guys, though, need the equivalent of that. The guys in the nice suit, the groomsmen in these huge baggy ninety suits. So that's my that's yeah. my idea. I think I think that could work pretty well. I wish I would have thought about that at the time. I didn't. Big mistake. Yeah. When I was in Idaho at that wedding over the summer. Um, the groom, my friend, his brother is like, he's yoked. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you've, I've ever shown you a picture of him. He's like yoked, yoked, like he man, he man yoked. He looks like he man. It's ridiculous. But he's so big, they give him like a baggy suit because there's oh, no, yeah. they didn't know how to handle his like, <laughs> yeah. you know, manliness. Yeah, they gave me a child suit, um, because <laughs> they fucked it up. Yeah, but they gave him a big suit. But uh, at one point in the wedding, he stripped it off and did. Uh, he just had his bow tie on, and did a little dance oh, on his wife style. Oh man! Yeah, it was Jay. It was hot. Yeah, that does sound hot. Yeah. Oh man! I and I still haven't seen a picture of it. Like I don't know if yeah. it will ever be released. I know there was some <laughs> taken. Yeah, yeah. There had to be right. Quick. Uh, yeah, I had an issue, speaking of busting out of stuff, I had the issue because I was wearing the tux and it, they replaced those buttons that you can see with like the little black button. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like tuxes kind of replaced the traditional plastic buttons on the with pants like, these little the... metal pin buttons. Metal and pin buttons? I, I don't know how to describe oh, it. It's yeah, almost like yeah, a cufflink. Yeah. It's almost like a cufflink. Yes, the, the um, ones that the twist. Yeah, they're, not the I, twist. They pop through. But anyway... The ones on mine just were, I don't know if the hole was too big or they were too small, but like every, I'm not exaggerating, probably every five to 10 minutes, it would just pop open. So I just have like this huge gap in my shirt. So I had to keep, even during the (laughs) ceremony, the wedding ceremony, which was at the Catholic church, I had to keep like buttoning back up like three of the buttons in my chest area. Jay, that's Uh, what the priest wants to see. Well, trust me, I get it. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not something it was something i was probably going to do by the end of the night anyway but i didn't need it to be going on the whole day yeah i oh. i want to get to one other wedding thing here steve um, yeah so when i was at the wedding in france there was an interesting thing that happened where because they rented out this whole 
villa, usually you're used to weddings ending at like in midnight at the latest, and then people go other places sometimes. Oh, this bitch went all night. Yeah, this one they rent out the whole place. So there's and the and the staff was there for some reason till four a.m. They told me. <laughs> and I, just chilling. <laughs> well, that's just when they were booked till. That's when oh my god. Till. Yeah, it's Europe. So, it's probably different. I don't know. Yeah. Now, so the the dancing kind of ends around like two two thirty, oh which is crazy, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Now there was a lot of breaks. I was not dancing the whole time. I I took breaks. You know, went back and forth. Got now, hydrated, yeah. Hydrated, yeah, with some wine. And uh, but they had a <laughs> pool that was open. And again, it's not like there's like, you know, there's no signs that say it's closed at at 10 a.m. Like your traditional like a traditional pool. It was like a villa yeah. place. And so me, uh, my wife, and the two of her friends, we all go in this pool at 2:30 in the morning. And we were not quiet. And I thought they were going to come yell at us. But the guy actually comes over, one of the staff workers, because he's still working for an hour and a half. So he comes over and he's like, can I get you anything else? So then we get a whole <laughs> thing of rosé. <laughs> we get a whole thing of rosé at 2.30 in the morning uh, in this pool. We ended up being another like 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, they just brought it over in plastic cups instead. That is a, you know, that's a yeah. chill ass villa. Via. Yes. I, it was something that I would, I feel like I'm not going to be able to experience again, just because usually people are... Uh, <laughs> pretty douche yeah like that. that must have been like a big baller villa you know it was they're um, used to it they're used to it yeah i think they're used to it, it you know it it's not like a huge place but it holds a good you know it's like 50 ish people i wonder if drake has ever been there <laughs> i know drake has been there yeah <laughs> yeah you can tell yeah. by like how chill I, they are yeah there was also another thing with the whole like kilometers to mile per hour conversion Oh, um, so two thirty a.m. It was only well, like 10 well, not PM. with that, not with that. But on the taxi ride there, the guy was going fast, and I told you he smelled before. And I was looking down, and I was like, "Man, I don't know what these, you know, like these numbers don't mean anything to me when he's going like one hundred thirty kilometers an hour, right?" Yeah. Um, at one point, he, I felt like we were going fast, and I looked, and we were going one hundred and fifty kilometers an hour. Um, yeah. I I look, then while we we're sitting there, I converted. Amy's like, "Oh, oh what are you doing?" Like. You know, look at it. I think we were going 95 miles an hour <laughs> in this taxi. <laughs> and so, I was like, it's a little fast for a taxi. It's uh, fine. It was Dude, fine. The, the guys in Korea. Were oh, yeah. You said they went insane, right? Dude, they would just run every red light stop sign. There was yeah. no stopping them. Yeah. You just yeah. give them $7 or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, foreign taxis. That's the way to travel. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the way they they, they cruise. Uh, it's They're a little scary. Too. Just don't look out the window sometimes. No, close your eyes the whole time. Uh, Steve, was there something you want to get to? Jay, I'm. I want to talk about another foreigner. Okay. Specifically, a group of foreigners. Okay. That were trapped in a cave in Thailand. Okay, the movie that came out about. Those yes. Guys. So I did not see the movie. Okay. But I'm going to tell you about, because I'm a cave expert, right? Yes. And actually, if oh, we'll talk about this after the show. We're going, in, we're going in a cave. You're coming. Okay. Okay, good. Steve, you know the story <laughs> is like three years old, though. Yeah, but did you know, it's great. I didn't know how they did it. How they got so go the kids out. Go ahead and explain the story. I, yeah, I would like, okay. I know how they did it, but I explain the story. It is interesting. Okay, okay so some kids and there are, 
12 year old kids and their 24 year old really uh what's the word i'm looking for stupid stupid coach <laughs> go into a cave and yeah. they're like what should we do in this cave how about we go about a kilometer deep in the cave during right before monsoon season yeah monsoons start <laughs> to come in <laughs> flood the cave so now they're stuck like over a kilometer through in the cave it's all flooded and they're just in there Luckily, people like knew they were in there, and uh, you know, then they're like, "All right, how do we get them out? Because it's not going to stop raining." Yeah. Um, and it turned into this whole thing. They had like Navy SEAL, Thailand version of Navy SEAL divers. They had like everybody like, "We got to get these kids rescue." It was on the news. Um, anyway, they're like, "We got to get these kids out of the cave," so they sent divers in. And this is like two weeks in. They like get the divers in. They're like, all right, how do we get the kids out? And they come up with a secret plan that they don't tell like anybody. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> all right. The kids don't know how to swim. So they're probably going to die if they swim back. So what if we drug them with ketamine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not only ketamine, ketamine and Xanax. And strap a mask onto him and pull him out of the cave. Yeah. And that's what they did. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it is just so nuts that they're just like <laughs> So like some guys like in a room and they're like, How do we get him out? Do we just pull him? And then somebody's like, No. <laughs> I've got extra ketamine. Yeah, it's yeah. a horse tranquilizer. Oh my god. Mix it with some Xanax, these kids will be out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah, it's, they it's it's just nuts. <laughs> it it is yeah. It's it's a crazy, crazy story and it worked and none of them died, which is an insane thing. Yeah, only one uh like rescue diver ended up dying. Um But yeah, the kids I mean look, I've been in a cave before, okay? That would be scary if it floods. Oh yeah, I would. I would. I would. I would panic going through some non-flooded caves. Oh yeah, and if, if I had some Thai Navy SEALs and they're like, "Dude, we're just gonna put you to sleep real quick." Yeah, I'd be like, "All right, Thai Navy SEAL, <laughs> you go for it." Um, <laughs> but I guess. That when they were, like, drugging the kids. <laughs> I don't know why this is funny to me. <laughs> but they would, like... They, like, separated the kids, and they'd take them, like, one at a time. <laughs> yeah. And they'd, like, bring one kid over and, like, drug him. <laughs> and, like, put him in a pile. And then they'd, like, be like, all right, uh, maybe you come over. <laughs> and, like, get the next kid. <laughs> and then, like, drug the next kid. So they're just, like, unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I don't know why that's funny to me. Oh, it's a ridiculous <laughs> just, story. Yeah. yeah. It well it is it's just a, what's a, what a crazy concept and like obviously it worked it, it makes sense. I oh, uh <laughs> dude somebody's ass would have been fried if that did not work. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh my god, no <laughs> kidding. So you're right. Bad. So you're so right. Like oh you drug the kids you thought that was a good idea. You fucking drug the kids. 
Yeah, they're getting sued. They're getting all this stuff. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the biggest lesson for it, though, is that soccer sucks. Like, those were they were all soccer players, right? Yep, it was a soccer yeah. team. That's the okay. Soccer sucks. Uh, don't play soccer. Don't watch soccer. Don't support soccer. Yeah. And you won't be in that issue. You won't ever have that problem. No, you, you need a much soccer. more serious threat of head injury in your youth. Yes. Um, than soccer gives you. Like, if you, <coughs> some of you might be like, no, soccer is dangerous. Uh, it's not. I just like, or any, you know, yeah, it's not that dangerous. And it's just like, it's not fun to watch. Like, I would think if my kid told me, if he was growing up and told me, my hypothetical kid, that uh, he wanted to play soccer, I think I would tell him to go into a cave. And Yeah, uh, I'll lead him wait. in. You, you're going to sit in that cave until you realize that you don't want to play soccer anymore. And he's like, it's filling up with water. And you're like, <laughs> hopefully the well, tiny I'll, I'll rescue, seals are still. <laughs> I'll rescue you when you decide you don't want to play soccer anymore. <laughs> Real soccer players are in there for two weeks before they needed to get rescued. Yeah, exactly. No, it's a wild story. <clears throat> yeah, that is just nuts. Speaking of, you know, kind of miracle things happening here. Bing bong. Some Tanzania news. Oh. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the patient is now transmitting You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Now, this was sent by a listener, Chubstep John. Okay. So here's the confusing thing. Uh, this, the, the video that John's, Chubstep John sent me had a different name for this person. It was like Shaharat. Now, this person's name is Eni, E-N-I. So, but this is definitely the 100% the same story. But I have no idea why one news source thought it was one girl's name and then the other news source says it's another girl's name. <laughs> but uh, there's a six-year-old girl in Tanzania that uh, is known as Virgin Mary oh, God. Uh, because she has healing powers. And now the stories around her uh, grow bigger and bigger every time, every different article you read. <laughs> now, one this article claims, this is from the uh, Mara V Post everybody's favorite Tanzania news source that uh, she was in her mother's womb for three years. That makes sense. <laughs> um. <laughs> and uh, she started talking and walking at the age of seven months. Seven. Is that early? Which is pretty early, which is pretty early. Yep. I'd say I feel early. like it's early for talking, walking. I mean, if you have the extra two years in the womb, that does yeah, exactly. not seem already established. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If you put it in that perspective, it's not. Yeah. Then when... <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Real age be? I, yeah, I don't know. It's Jay, crazy. I'm reading up on. <laughs> yeah, you're reading up. This is it's insane. Yeah, it's so, any any any. Yeah, I know. But the the are the the one that the video got sent earlier was about the same girl, but it was different name, which is confusing. Eh. Uh, people. So she says she's these healing powers, and now people are like coming from all over the place to have her cure these diseases like cancer, blindness, physical yep. disabilities, uh, things like that. And she's healing them, apparently. Look, 
<laughs> Show me the proof? Yeah. I'll be a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. You That's know, actually, you need. actually, my back, and you know, I just busted out, you know, a lot of push-ups yesterday. All right. Yeah. Did my thirty for thirties. Yeah. It's been the first time in a while, and uh, yeah. my, my my I'm hurting my my shoulders and weird muscles. They're hurting. If a little Eni can heal that right now, yeah, I will dissolve the Church of Four Pillars. Wow. That is quite a statement. If Lil Eni can heal your back problems, you will dissolve the Church of Four Pillars. And I will donate all the money yeah. raised by membership fees to yeah. young Enos. Enos. Sound? I know. I know. We're, we're bordering on... You can't name yeah. your... You can't name the Virgin Mary Enos. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good name. Not smart. You're just asking for you're asking for trouble with that name. <laughs> now, okay, that's that's quite a statement, and I think uh, young Enos would like to know that uh, if she could understand what we were talking about and understood what your cult was, Church of Four Pillars. I yeah, it's I I like the concept of this. I mean, I'm hope that she actually has healed these people. I would just it would be great to see some proof uh, of this. Yeah, what the... Oh, my God. Like, I'm not sure that the people that are coming to her with these incurable diseases have been to an actual doctor that can tell them that this is an incurable disease. Also, that is just now cured. Yeah. <laughs> Good, point. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, Good point. I mean, it sucks if she just, like, was walking and talking at yeah. seven months, and she was just, like, really smart. Yeah. And, you know, a gifted child, and her parents are just like, we're cashing in on this. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go to Tanzania. Let's go. All right, we'll do it. We'll I, this this we'll one is that. worth going to investigate I would agree. For. This is almost, it would be worth the trip. Uh, yeah, especially some... if she fixes my back up. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. I'm all for it. <laughs> she, Lil Enos has apparently claimed that her brother is Jesus. Oh, that's um, good. She yeah. also is six. Her brother's Jesus, Jared. Well, I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just saying that she is <laughs> um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad at her. I might be more mad at her parents if they're giving people false narrative, if, if it's not real. Assuming it's not real. Yeah, I would like to see if her brother's Jesus. That would mean her mom is the Virgin Mary. Well, they're calling her the Virgin Mary. But I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. So this is where they're messed up. Yeah. Because <clears throat> she says her brother... We're already catching him in lies. They can't be calling her the Virgin Mary if her brother's Jesus. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Well, if the Virgin Mary never got impregnated, Jesus... There was, you know, none of no weird stuff going on. If she birthed Jesus, yeah. Virgin Mary could also be God's daughter. Boom. But it's okay. It's Oh, yep, nope. It, this is this is it. It's biblically sound. <laughs> I found a Christian website. It says it's biblically sound. Oh. Because the mother Mary is our mother and her son Jesus is our brother. Okay. Okay. 
Boom. Okay. So we're set. Okay. They got it. They already. They it. She healed it you all. Can, you can look up uh, CF John 1926 through 27. They already explained it. Never mind. It's yes. legit. Perfect. 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 Oh my. Someone brought her poison juice. <laughs> oh no. Come on. <laughs> they gave her a poison banana too. And she detected it and said, why would you kill me with poison? And then they ran away from her. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to have to what follow psycho, this story. What psycho is trying to poison the person that could heal them? <laughs> and then the kid's like, why are you trying to poison me? And the suspect apparently just runs away. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she got me. <laughs> Oh my god. Why are people just trying to kill this little cat? Oh my god. She doesn't charge people though, so that's Maybe it was a doctor. Maybe it was a doctor. The doctor's losing business. The doctor would be losing a lot of business. Yeah. Man, I mean we're gonna have to follow apparently she's three, not six. That's these stories are all over the place. Yeah, I, I it, she looks more three and a half. I give her three and a half. Okay. All right. Well, we shall see when we go visit her. Okay. We're gonna have to <laughs> see how the story develops, and uh, we may have witnessed the second coming of the Virgin Mary. So she should be giving birth to the next Jesus, which means Armageddon's coming. So join the Church of Four Pillars, be on the winning team, baby. <laughs> Venmo Steed, uh, $12, uh, Paul-T-1, if you want to join the Church of Four Pillars on Venmo. Yep. Uh, we're growing. We're growing. We're growing. Perfect. I don't, we're uh, on the FBI watch list now. Okay. That's a good sign. <laughs> and that's a good thing. And that's a good it thing. It is. It means you're getting yeah. serious. Yeah, exactly. Was there anything else you want to get to, Steve? Uh, Jay, you know, not really. Okay. I just want to uh i just want to cancel one thing before we wrap up the show i wanted to cancel people saying hashtag like if they say uh when they say hashtag and then something hashtag canceled hashtag canceled uh this is a hashtag good party like have you ever ran into somebody that seriously says that because like i say it ironically i say it ironically sometimes yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like I have, but I'm trying to think of that example of when I have heard that. I feel like it. it I just want to clear the air, and I and I want to say that whether you have used it ironically, I mean, ironically, you know, that's one thing you're making fun of it, but like you're for canceling those that have it used all. Used it seriously. I'm just. I would like to just cancel it. I'm okay with that. Big pharma marketing strategy. Hashtag everything. And it doesn't make sense because I thought it was the pound sign. Yeah. I Or a tic-tac-toe board button on your keyboard. Yes. And I'm actually looking at my $175 keyboard right now. I don't even have that button. <laughs> I do have it. It's above the three on my keyboard. Now, it does look like a tic-tac-toe board. I just have a six. Weird. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you've got too fancy of a keyboard. That's the problem. <laughs> it, it's glowing pink right now. It's pretty cool. I don't know why it bothers me. Certain things, certain sayings just bother me. I just don't like hashtag. So. Yeah, it's done. I would just, or at least here's a deal. If you're going to say it, just don't say it around me. That's all I ask of the listeners. Y- you heard it here first. 
Yeah. I'd, I'd actually like to cancel something, too, then. Okay. All right, Jay. I would like to cancel people buying firewood at stores. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to... I went to Jewel yesterday, and there's a couple, man and woman, both look within prime wood chopping range. Not maybe not prime, maybe a little past their prime, but age. You're talking about age wise, age and body type. Okay, they could chop some wood if they wanted to, or just harvest wood. Instead, they decide seven dollars for like three and a half logs, and they're yeah. filling up the truck with it. Yeah, I'm like, that's uh, you don't you, you get a minivan. Or something, not a. You don't buy a truck. You don't buy a Chevy and buy wood yeah. from the store. That's a good point. It's a good point. Now, Steve, does everybody have access to? Now, is a little different if you live in the city. Where? What they just ship wood into the city? The, I've seen. There's there's uh, the jewel near me in the city. There is firewood. That actually seems dangerous, considering Chicago burned down entirely from wood. <laughs> good point. I'd like to cancel that. Firewood in the city. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I see what you're saying, Seed. It's so easy to find. I mean, the, but the problem is, like, even if you go foraging for this wood, right? Not everybody's surrounded by woods. If you go foraging for this wood, it might be wet. You know, it might be, like, it might not be great wood to burn. And I could see, like, hey, I've got some people coming over tonight. It's a cozy night. I want to buy some firewood. Tell me why I'm wrong. You should you should prepare during the summer months. Yes. For okay. The coming winter yep. months. Yeah. 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 Like yep. I, I feel like that's a very easy way. Like everybody's doing digital stuff now. Everything's on the internet. You got to do yeah. some stuff with your hands. Like it, it's crazy. Some people just their whole careers is just internet. They yeah. just buy everything from internet the internet. Guy. Their whole lives yeah. are the internet. You know. Yeah. Everything's just internet. Yeah. Maybe go chop some firewood. I 100% agree with you. And I think if you have a fireplace, you should be prepared and gather firewood the natural way, but don't trespass. You got to be careful of that too. Uh, it's a big but, responsibility. Yeah, it's a big responsibility. But I think that is something that you're right. It should be done if you, you know, if you're taking on the responsibility, especially if you have a truck, like you said, if you have a truck. Yeah, or you just, or you go to a lumber yard and buy a cord. Tell them yes. that's a, that's a, that's a wood term for you. Say, I want a cord. And they'll just give okay. you a bunch of wood. There you go. All right, that's Steed's uh, tip of the day. All right, uh, those are all canceled. Uh, but what's not canceled is the show. New episodes every Thursday. Uh, rate the show on Spotify. Uh, listen, tell friends that you listen, and then tell them that you like to listen and that they should also listen. Email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And the show has ended. Be gone. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.